Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila Hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Look, everybody wants to get paid. None of us would start businesses if we weren't expecting revenue to pay us for our gifts. And while the beginning is typically focused on signing the right clients, once we start working together, we need to ensure that we are both setting boundaries and processes in place to get paid on time regularly so that we don't end up in a cash flow situation that's detrimental to our business. This process actually starts in onboarding. And today I want to talk through some steps that you can take to ensure that you get paid on time every time. In order to get paid, you need to request payment in a way that's easy for both you and your clients. Generally, this means digitally, as 82% of small businesses use digital payments and four out of five Americans use some form of online payments. So if you're still taking checks, you could make this easier for yourself by setting up a way to accept payments online. The ability and ease of collecting payments starts before they start working with you, though. And it goes all the way back to the beginning of your relationship together. Again, it begins with onboarding. So the first thing that you're going to want to do is start by creating the workflow or process. You want to think about what is the order of onboarding? So do they sign the contract and then get an invoice and then you start working? And to that point, how will people pay you? Can they put their credit card and or bank information directly in? Do they submit that information to you and you process it on their behalf? Also milestones. Do you take deposits before you start working and then build them along the way? Or do you have specific points in time throughout the service or product that you're providing at which point you decide that you're expecting to get paid finally are there penalties for late payments so if somebody doesn't pay you when you were expecting them to what can they expect to be charged additionally for not getting their payment in on time so once you create this workflow or process it's going to be really important that you communicate this upfront to your clients we believe really strongly in the ability to work easily with us, and that means being transparent. And so we want all clients, when they're starting, to know exactly when things will be due. If they're on a recurring payment, when that will be removed and for how much. You want your clients to understand how they're working with you so that they're not surprised you don't have any miscommunications down the line, and you're entering into a partnership where they know what their role is. All right, so next... Automate payment requests and receipt. Electronic payments are just received faster. If you're receiving a check, you may have to wait for the bank to send it or for the mail to process it. And so if you can receive digital payments online, typically you receive them a couple of days after they actually get paid. This is going to cost money. Usually when you use some kind of payment processor, they're going to charge you a fee. And my tip is charge enough not to have to worry about the transaction fee. I don't want you to do something that feels more cumbersome for yourself to, quote, save money. Most of the platforms are charging two to three, sometimes four percent. And when you are getting big checks, that can feel like a lot of money to the extent that you can have maybe an electronic wire or payment directly from bank to bank. Take advantage of that. But if you are going to use a payment processor like you do with your other payments, just make sure that you're charging enough that when they take that fee, you're still ending up with what you expected. 
Also, if you've got recurring payments, make sure clients get appropriate communications. So you want to send an upcoming reminder that the money is coming out, a sales receipt as proof that you withdrew it from their account. My tip is that you try to make this at the same time each month. So for example, at Littlefish, all clients start service on the first of the month. And so maybe you want to look at something like that, or maybe twice a month on the 15th and the end. This will not only help you with budgeting, it also helps you to get into a cadence of how often you're checking to see when payment has been received. You also want to set up reminders in your accounting or invoicing system. Again, automate this. You may want to set up some reminders a day before, a day after, and a week after. If those can automatically go out and you haven't gotten paid yet, you know that it's time for you or somebody on your team to follow up directly with your point of contact to find out where your coins are. Finally, review your accounts receivable weekly. Who's behind? So who has already gotten all of their reminders and you need to follow up with? Who is not really in the system? We all have those clients that we kind of took outside and are talking to them separately. Do you need to send them an email or make a call to make sure that they don't fall between the cracks? And don't do work for free. If you're reviewing on a regular basis, you can determine whether you need to have any work stoppages as a result of non-payment. Now, if you are not invoicing digitally or finding trouble with it, my first question would be, do you have a way to automate that? Generally, you want to invoice through a system that you're already using. So typically, we'll recommend that you either use your CRM, so where you are tracking client projects, where you're checking the status. They may have the option for contracting and invoicing or your accounting system. Um, We typically recommend that clients use QuickBooks and they have a pretty easy invoicing process by which you can build in these reminders so that it can tell your client directly and then that information is automatically included in your financials. The thing is, you have to review and follow up timely. If somebody hasn't paid you and you've been waiting on that check and like we've talked about in previous episodes, you're depending on this money to make payroll or to pay expenses, this means that you have to be on top of them. And the more you can automate so that you don't always have to be the reminder, the better off you are. Keep track of communications. If you're emailing or using Slack or sending through your project management system, you want to make sure that you have a detailed communications trail of when you should expect payment and what they should be expecting to look towards in terms of deadlines. And to the extent possible, again, get paid first. Not all projects can work like this. I know that there are multitudes of ways that you can work with clients, but you deserve to be paid for the work when you do it, not after and waiting to get paid. The thing is, you got enough jobs on your plate without playing babysitter for payments that are due to you. And if you want help on that, if you want somebody to step in as a buffer, to not only take care of your invoicing, but also to follow up with vendors to be your middleman, to be your your bodyguard, as you will. Sign up for our virtual CFO service. We'll drop the link in bio, but this is our highest tier of monthly service, whereby we'll take care of monthly financials, bookkeeping, taxes, but also taking care of paying your vendors and your team, handling your invoicing, and all manners of accounting and tax responsibilities in between. Find out more at littlefishaccounting.com slash virtual-cfo. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. 
Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.